0: Hey, hey, welcome to Coffee and Devotions. It is a Tuesday, or Thursday morning, July 2nd. This is where every weekday morning at 9 a.m. and on the weekends before my kids wake up, you and I, we get together, we have a little bit of coffee, we get into God's Word, and we grow in our love for the Lord together. This year, 2020, we'll make it through all the Gospels. Well, this morning we are at Mark chapter 10, verses 32 through 34. Mark 10, 32 through 34. Why don't we go ahead and have some coffee, pray, and get into God's Word. Hey, Molly. Hey, Bethany. Good to see you guys. Let's go ahead and pray. Oh, Lord, we do thank you so much for this morning. We thank you, Lord, for your Word. We thank you for the blessing it is to be able to read your Word. Thank you for giving it to us in languages we can understand. Lord, we pray now that as we, as we read these words on the page, that they would not die on the page, but that they would seep into our hearts. Lord, that we would know the truth of the history that has happened, and of all the promises that flow from it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, here we go. Mark chapter 10, verses 32 through 34. Now, they were on the road going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was going before them, and they were amazed. And as they followed, they were afraid. Then he took the twelve aside again and began to tell them the things that would happen to him. Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be betrayed to the chief priests and to the scribes. And they will condemn him to death and deliver him to the Gentiles. And they will mock him and scourge him and spit on him and kill him, and on the third day he will rise again." Well, uh, this is a question that we asked before. Can you know you're going to be betrayed beforehand? Well, Jesus does. Jesus, the God-man omnipotent, knows what's going to happen. Jesus himself knows that as they're going into Jerusalem, He knows that he's walking towards his execution. Jesus knows as they are walking into Jerusalem, he knows what's in store for him. It's not going to be a surprise. And here he tells them, they're afraid. They're going up, they're amazed at the city, but they're afraid of what's going to happen. And Jesus tells them again that he's going to go. And what's going to happen? He's going to be betrayed to the chief priests and to the scribes. They're going to condemn him to death. They're going to deliver him to the Gentiles. And they will mock, scourge, spit, and kill him. And on the third day, he will rise again. Now, the disciples didn't understand this. But Jesus did. Jesus is preparing them for what's going to happen. And after his resurrection, he's going to call them back to, Remember, remember when I told you these things. So in the margin of your Bible... How would you summarize this section? What would you write in the margin of your Bible? The, the New King James has it here, the coming, or coming crucifixion. Maybe you might write something like, uh, Jesus tells the disciples what's about to happen. Or maybe you would say, Jesus prophesies his own death. What, what would you do? What would you write in the margin of your Bible? Well, the next question we need to ask ourselves is, what's the best verse to summarize this section? What's the best verse to summarize it? I think it's going to be the last verse. You might say, well, maybe we could do verses, you know, 33 and 34, and, that, and that'd be fine, you know, or maybe maybe you would underline a totally different verse. Let me know down in the comments. Would you underline something else or highlight something else in your Bible? But I, I underlined or I highlighted this portion because... Jesus is very specific here. It's not just, well, I'm going to be betrayed and stuff is going to happen. No, he says exactly what's going to happen. And as we look through the Gospels, we're able to see that this is exactly what does happen. He's handed over to the chief uh, priests. He's given to the scribes. They they condemn him. They give him over to the Gentiles. And then what does Pilate do? He has Jesus scourged. He's spat upon. He's beaten. He's beaten. And then he's killed. And I, I'm almost tempted. And on the third day he will rise again. I'm going to guess if I was to pull this up in my uh, Greek Bible, it would be uh, the word "kai," which is normally translated and. But I'm guessing in Jesus, if, if I was imagining this in my head, I, w- I would imagine Jesus saying you know, uh, he's going to be mocked, scourged, and spit on him and kill him. The word kai, though, can be both conjunctive and disjunctive, meaning it could either tie things together or sometimes it can contrast things. And I'm guessing Jesus, when he said kai, said kai, but on the third day he will rise again. And this is an amazing thing, right? We get into the sea calling. What is God calling us to do this morning? And whenever I come to passages like this, my heart is overwhelmed with gratitude for Jesus Christ. Because what does God tell us in the book of Romans? That while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God demonstrated his love for us. And that Jesus looking at these people, Jesus looking at his disciples, Jesus looking at the people around him, loves them and is willing to offer up himself as a willing sacrifice. He did that for me. And if he's given you faith, if he's made you alive, if he's given you a new heart, he's done it for you. Jesus went into Jerusalem with a purpose. Jesus goes to the cross by his own will. <sighs> what type of great love is this? That the Father would even give his own Son that we might have eternal life? Oh, man, my heart like wells up with thanksgiving for this gracious gift of God. Have you prayed about this recently? Have you told someone this good news recently? Have you Have you shared this gospel with anyone recently? Have you been on your knees? Have you closed your eyes and just thanked God for his mercy and grace? Let's do that together now. Oh Lord, we do thank you so much. Blessing it is to know that Jesus Christ, our Messiah, our King, came and he died for sinners like us. God, we pray, Lord, that we would have hearts overflowing with thanks. Lord, we pray that we would have hearts in awe of your great works. We thank you for loving us even while we were yet sinners. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, may you go today filled with the joy and peace of Jesus Christ. Bye.